0: Welcome to Fit Story TV, the only platform that is focused on storytelling for fitness experts. Our mission with this podcast is to empower you to harness your vulnerability and lead with your story. If this is your first time listening, then make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss out when we drop more fire.
1: How are you doing, buddy? Yo, best day of my life, homie. It's 5 (laughs) a.m. up in Canada, so I woke up nice and early to meet you guys. I'm stoked
0: mate we really are honored to have you on man um now people may know you through instagram as uh we 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 checked out your uh your your recent handle the king of organic business growth and you know what i know that's not bullshit bro because i've been following you for some time now and the results that you're getting for some people out there is insane so um dude we're absolutely fucking pumped to have you on and uh yeah man looking forward to diving into your fit story dude
1: Yo, thanks for having me guys. I appreciate you. And, and Matt, me and you connected a while back. And uh, and yeah, I just, I really appreciate you both of you guys. You two, Perry. So thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Thanks, man. Yeah. So bro, um, this isn't like your, your typical normal kind of interview, right? Because what we want to yeah. do is we really want to give people that are listening to this, the fit pros out there that are listening to this, we really want to give them an insight into your story, right? Into mm-hmm. what made Brian get into this industry what made Brian make the decisions he did that got him uh, to become a kick-ass fucking fit pro and then obviously to where you are today which is a killer business mentor right so Mm -hmm. kind of from the very first memory that you have um what was like tell tell us a little bit about your backstory man what what, way before you started fitness like that backstory Mm -hmm. the initial part man
1: cool um, well, I guess I actually have like a. I'm really into storytelling, so I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you're bringing me on here because this. I, I feel like this is gonna be good for me. Um, I'm also gonna try to be like raw and authentic and try not to leave out any details. So, oh, um, thank you. Yeah, no, it's awesome. So for me, like I, uh, I came from a background where um, my mom had me when she was 17. Um, so I don't remember any of this stuff, but um, like this is kind of a story that I was told. So my mom had me when she was 17, and um, I don't think that I was supposed to happen on purpose. Um, so I was born into like a Christian family. Like I'm the only dark skin member of my family. So I was born in Calgary, Alberta. And I remember, um, basically when my mom had me, she took me or she, she was like having lower back pain and she never told any of her family that she was pregnant. So she just like wore like big overcoats and big jackets. And, and, um, so she had back pain one day. So my grandma and my great grandma took her to the doctor. And so the doctor comes out and he's like, yeah, she's going into labor. Like, do you guys want to take her to the hospital or like we can? And my whole family's like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Um, so it starts like way back because I kind of feel like, um, for some, like for me, I always kind of felt like, um, like a bit of an outcast to be honest. So, um, I was born in Calgary, um, and my first kind of memories, um, were uh, me, uh, my little sisters and, um, uh, five, six, seven years old and just growing up in a house where I just didn't really feel, I just kind of felt like an oddball, you know, I just kind of felt like a little bit different than everyone. Um, and I didn't really notice anything at first, um, until I was like seven, eight years old. And that's when I started to be like, okay, like, this is like, like, I'm different than you. What's what's going on here? Right? Totally,
0: man. I think that's like the self-awareness thing, right? We've reached that age where there's like a a level of self-awareness starts to kick in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, for me it was, um, once I started to notice that difference, I, um, I started to ask a lot of questions. Um, like, why am I different? <laughs> why do I look like that? And you look like that. Um, and just all these questions that I had that, you know, I was so curious about that I didn't really, I never really got any answers to. Um, and that just made me like really frustrated. Like I'm the type of person, like I like to know things. Like I like to know what's going on. I like to know why things are a certain, a certain way. And so when I couldn't figure it out, I got really frustrated and uh, I just started to like rebel. So I started rebelling, and I started like the on because entrepreneurship is basically rebellion. Like Mm -hmm. I just refuse to fucking listen to anybody else except for myself. Um, So I just started to rebel at a really really young age. I was like seven, eight years old, and um, yeah, that's kind of like where the 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 fire first started coming in. It was when I was seven or eight years old.
0: Wow. So
1: I, I love what you just said. Entrepreneurship is basically
0: rebellion and, and it's so fucking yeah. true. Um I mean in, in my journey it's it's definitely been that case because you know, there were so many people around me that were saying things like, hey, Matt, you know, you shouldn't be doing this. You shouldn't even have this vision. You shouldn't be, you know, taking these risks. You shouldn't be doing these things. But all I yeah. gave a fuck about was like what I wanted, what was, what was, what was good for me. And like, although mm. that may not have been good for other people around me, it was what was right for me at the time. And that like made me an outcast, you know? So, mm. um, dude, I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned that, man, because I, I'm pretty sure that's going to be relevant for so many people, dude. sorry boys absolutely 100 percent. yeah man so what like obviously seven eight years old um I, I i don't know but i assume you weren't pumping dumbbells at this point right so what was the <laughs> what was the what was the catalyst bro what, what was the like the real catalyst of change for you where you would go where you were from this place to like okay cool now i'm gonna sort of pursue fitness because but for, for mm. some people, it's it, it could be a breakup. For some people, it could be mm-hmm. uh, a death in their family. For others, it's uh, maybe they want they've got low self confidence and they really wanted to feel more self worth, and that starts with their body image. So
1: mm-hmm. there's so many different reasons and so many different catalysts of change for people. But what was B marks? Uh, good question, man. So um, again, that kind of like outcast feeling um, that I was that I had when I was younger, I also had like throughout my kind of teenage years. Um, so my um, I came from a family where like we none of us really exercised. None of us really ate healthy um, and we didn't really have like good, like just healthy habits. So um, my, you know, from like eight until 13 years old, like I just spent a lot of time playing video games. Um, I don't know if you guys ever played RuneScape. Do you guys ever play RuneScape? No. No? All right. No. And I'm just, I'm just going to nerd out by myself. Did you? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Were you, were you good at it?
2: Um, I was I wasn't that bad, and the reason why I played it is because my mate at school, he was like, Yeah, man, I just sold my RuneScape account for like uh, fifteen hundred pounds yesterday. I'm like, What? Really? People are actually paying for your RuneScape accounts and like for the shit yeah. that you collect, Like, yeah, but all right, I'm gonna stop playing this then.
1: And I was addicted that's to That's amazing. It, man. Yeah,
2: wrestler. yeah, me too,
1: man. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Dude, and that's and that's where it started, man. Like, I would just I would literally skip junior high school to play RuneScape. Like, I'd be like sitting in <laughs> class all fucking all class, just like drawing RuneScape like what I was going to do next. Um, but that quickly obviously led to like a lot of kind of like weight coming on. So, um, I didn't really care when I was like, you know, 10 to 13, you're not really thinking about girls cause I don't give a fuck. Like I'm playing RuneScape, like y'all can, fuck. So like, I'm
0: going <laughs> to, yeah. I'm going
1: to sit at home and eat cereal and put the bowls on the top of my computer. Like, I got, but then once I started to want to go on dates with girls. Um, and that's when it really started coming in. So, um, I actually had some really embarrassing shit happen to me from like, you know, in grade six, seven. Um, there's this one time where, uh, I, I wanted to ask this girl out. So I told my mate, right? Like I told my boy, I was like, yo, like I'm going to ask this girl out. It's going to be awesome. Like you should watch. So I don't know why I said you should watch I'm like, you should watch this. So I like told my two boys that they, you know, they should watch me asking this girl. And at the time I was like overweight and wasn't really that confident, but like, I just like, you know, I saw this girl that I like so I ended up, you know, asking her out. And so I went to ask her out and I remember she like, well, fucking laughed in my face while I was asking her out and my two best friends are watching. And so they're laughing their ass off and I'm like sitting there like heartbroken, like fuck my life, dude. And I'm like this little chubby kid, like just got laughed at in front of like three of my friends. And like, that sounds funny as fuck to now at at, like right now, but like at the time it was a really big deal to me. Like I was like, Mm. yo, fuck this man. Like I was really upset. So I I remember going home and, and crying myself to sleep not to sleep sorry just crying in my pillow and just like screaming like ah um and i was like yo i'm not fucking being like i'm not being fat anymore like i in that i just made a decision i was like fucking done like i was like mm-hmm. i'm not this person anymore i was like i'm gonna be i'm gonna be fit i'm gonna be, be mark fit i didn't make that decision yet but i'm like i'm gonna be fit and it's gonna start now um so like i was in grade eight like i didn't really obviously you don't really have any fitness knowledge but i knew i was like okay well i'm just gonna get better every day so I went to Walmart, I bought a stopwatch, and um, it had this like, it was like one of those old school ones, and there was like a little notepad in the back. So every time I'd go for a run, I'd write down my time, and I had this like loop around, I lived in a trailer park at the time, I had this loop, so I'd go for a run, and every single time I'd go for a run, I'd beat the time. And that was my goal, and I'd do that five times a week. So I just started like, at first it was like a walk, <laughs> then it was like, you know, <laughs> I'd, I'd get a little bit better, but then I would just beat the time every time. Um, and I did that for an entire summer, and then I ended up losing 30 pounds. I started controlling my portions, started choosing water over pot. Um, and I was in grade eight and, um, and that's kind of where it started, man. It was just like, I, and once I kind of, once I did that though, like once I went from like 170 pounds to 130 pounds in grade eight, I was like, yo motherfucker, I can do anything. And, mm. and I just realized that like, if I can focus on this for like two months and I can completely shift my life, I just, in that moment, it's just like, I just fucking knew. I was like, I'm gonna fucking do some cool shit with my life. Mm.
0: Dude, mate, uh, it's fucking powerful, dude, because um, this is actually what you've just said there. There's actually two things I wanna, I wanna mention. Number one is the defining moment thing, right? And I was actually writing a piece of content about this today. Um, so many people come up to me, and you probably get it too, uh, as, as a fitness business mentor, but like, how do I you know, get my ideal? How, re- how do I kind of relate to my ideal client through my content? And I hear this a lot, like, how do I, you know, get my ideal client to engage with my content? And the thing is, is that you're like, just picking out your defining moment, for example, that defining moment is going to be relevant to so many other people, just like your mm. ideal client. Your ideal client has had a moment in their life where they were like, fuck this. I'm not doing this mm. anymore. I'm not being this person anymore. And that is mm. their defining moment. So if you want to be mm. able to market to your ideal client, dive into your story, lead with your story, because the chances are that where your defining moment was is going to be a moment like that for them. And if you can tap into mm. that, like that, okay, look, there's a reason why at this point in their life, they're searching for a health and fitness coach. Mm. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. the reason for that is going to be because they reached this moment where they were like, I'm not living like this anymore. I need to change mm. something, you know? So mm. that's really like the first thing, man. I'm glad you dived into that. Um, and, and the second one was uh, this, this, this upgrade that you felt right where you were a separate subjects, but that upgrade you felt where you were like, I could fucking do anything off the back of getting fitter off, off the back of becoming a better person through fitness. It kind of mm-hmm. gives you that emotional and physical up. Like That physical upgrade comes with an emotional upgrade, right? Mm-hmm.
1: Totally. Yeah, oh. no, hundred percent. And dude, you're, you're right. And uh, one thing that you said that I'm going to touch on that's so important, um, is, uh, you said it's separate, but it's actually not. Um, and it's, it's all, it's all, it's all together because, um, one of the biggest things that I teach my, like one of the, all my clients that come to me, um, the number one skill that I tell them to develop as an entrepreneur is self-care number fucking one, because, mm-hmm. um, and then they're like, Woody, like? So I had one of my, so I was telling this to one of my masterminds and they're like, yeah, okay, whatever, blah, blah. So like the next week they come in and I'm like, I've given them some homework. I'm like, okay, this week I want you to meditate. I you know, every morning I'm, I gave them like three things. And so the next week they all didn't do it and they all came to the call. And like, we had like a, a video project that we were supposed to do. And I was like, how do we do on our videos? And all three of them said like, oh, you know, I was going to do it, but I wasn't feeling very good. I'm like, what the fuck did I tell you last week? I'm like, Mm. self care is the number one skill to develop as an entrepreneur, because like, if you are coming from an emotional place where you feel like empowered and amazing, like you can do anything. And so that Mm. like empowered, amazing feeling applies to like fitness applies to business, it applies to health relationships, all of it. So, um, that upgrade feeling that you feel like the way you do something is the way you do everything. So Fucking you can upgrade a. one area of your life. Like you're going to, like your mind will be able to upgrade like everything else that you're touching too. Fucking A
2: bro. That's, yes. That's, that's, that's boom. I did a content about that yesterday. And I said, um, when I go into the gym, my back is against the wall and mm. the, the discipline that it takes to do those extra reps in the gym is the same discipline that you need to make the tough decisions in your business. Right. Mm. 100%, 100%. And I was like, they are, they
1: are interlinked. Mm-hmm. 100% yeah
0: 100% do you know we actually have a we, we have in our brand values um you need to put yourself first so that others don't come last and it's just mm. so fucking true like you've got to fill that cup first right uh, I, even me and you spoke about that before brian you know about putting mm. yourself before anybody else man um so dude i'm so glad that you were able to touch on some of those things so okay we've got you to this point like where you changed your body you're feeling fucking mm. good i just want to ask this because i'm curious did you ask that chick out again (laughs) yo yo
1: good question my girlfriend's sleeping so hopefully (laughs) She, she fucking knows um bro it's funny because like in grade eight um i was like nobody fucking noticed me like i swear to god like i was a ghost in the hallway like if i disappeared off the face of the earth nobody would have fucking noticed Swear to god but then in grade nine when i came back and i was like you know 30 pounds lighter everyone thought i was the new kid like everyone's like yo like yeah, I'm like, where are you from? I'm like, I was here last year, you fucking assholes. <laughs> um, so gosh, <laughs> like, it's sadder. Um, so I uh more of so, more, yeah.
0: more of you were
1: there last year. Yeah, right? more of me, yeah, more <laughs> of me was there. Um so I started to get like a lot of attention from different girls. So I didn't ask her out again, but that uh, oh, was, uh, yeah. was a good time. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was good time.
0: <laughs> So you've uh so you've reached this point, man. What then uh so you've you've now like you've got into the health and fitness game. What was yeah. the what was the stage where you, where you decided that you were going to help others, man?
1: Cool. Um, I guess the stage, it was, uh, I just had a lot of people asking me. So, um, that love that I developed for fitness at a young age, just kind of like transpired into my um, older years. And I just started chasing it. Um, so every, every year I was just saying I had the same mindset. So every year I had to get a bit better, a bit better, a bit better, a bit better, a bit better. Um, and then eventually it got to a point where like, I was like shredded, bro. Like I was like, you know, deadlifting, like 450 pounds. I was like squatting 450 pounds. And like, at the time I wanted to pursue football, but you know, life just kind of happened. And I ended up doing my first ever fitness competition. And, um, I played seventh out of like 35 athletes in my first show. And I was like, all right, you know, I can do this. So again, i same mindset, like try to get better, try to get better, try to get better. And I ended up winning my pro card. Um, and when that kind of happened, when I like stepped on stage, with WBFF won my pro card, there was like 30 athletes in Calgary or, uh, sorry, in, in, um, there's like 30 athletes in the show. When I ended up winning my pro card, um, I just realized that uh, you know I wanted to do this for other people. I, I realized that like I wanted to help other people. And um, that's kind of when I started chasing it. That's when I when I started pursuing it. And it was it was less like me going out there and being like, hey, like I wanna help you. And more like I had all of my friends, like I was a bartender and I was like working in the nightclub industry. So I had a bunch of my friends that were like, dude, how do you like, what are you doing? Like, how do you eat? How do you train? And at first, it was just like free advice. I was like, "Here you go, you know." And then the first time somebody ever paid me two hundred dollars for a nutrition plan, I was like, "Game the fuck over!" Like I just made this like in two, you know I just made that in like a minute, and you know that took me like a week to make before. So I was like, Let's wow. "Do this," and I started pursuing it. Yeah, you know, I, I want to say this uh,
0: <clears throat> just just real briefly. Um, my story is quite similar to yours in in in, the, in in that area because what happened with me was when I decided like. Uh, my bodybuilding show kind of happened because um, I experienced something in the gym one day that was just like eye-opening. Um, so like just real briefly, um, I basically had, uh, I commented on this guy's fucking Instagram picture, right? And he's like hitting some back double bicep. He's actually a competitor. He competed probably seven times before. And um, mm-hmm. he was from my gym. And I kind of commented on this photo, just kind of giving some criticism. You know, that's what Instagram's for. And this was years back, right? Like uh, three years ago. And um, I was like, hey, dude, great fucking physique, but like I bring those carbs up a bit, you know, just like giving some feedback. And um, he, this guy saw the comment and he saw me in the gym like a few days later and he fucking flipped. Like he came up to me in the gym right into my face and was just like, you, you know, you're, you're nothing but a, because at the time I was driving a van, I was like a dead end job. And he was like, you're a van driver. No, everyone's laughing at you behind your back. Like he really started to just pile into me standing right there in the reception of this gym and he said some really hurtful shit and i didn't have a response like i don't know why but my body shut down and my mind shut down and i just allowed him to do it, it just dug into me and a friend of mine who worked at the gym walked over and he was like hey dude look fuck off all right he was like you've done enough like the guy walked off and i'm stood there and he's like you okay it's like kind of man i mean yeah and i was kind of you know when you get uh, abused like that verbally or mentally or whatever it is you you, you seek uh, sympathy immediately like as human beings we're like oh you know please just tap me on the back tell me i'm not all of those things and that's initially what i was searching mm. for and i sat down on this sofa in the gym and um the guy that ended up being one of my mentors he walked in next this guy's uh, called mark manklow he's a like 56 year old greek god man his body is insane like he's an insane guy sick as fuck entrepreneur with successful businesses And I'd always seen him in the gym and been like motivated by him and kind of inspired by him. So there's a bit of a role model. He walked in, he saw me sitting there. He's like, Matt, you okay? And initially I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know, like voice was broke up. I was still shaking a little bit. And um, he knew because he's had years and years and years in like sales and high high profile roles. So he knew like NLP techniques and things. So he knew I wasn't okay. And uh, mm-hmm. he actually said to me, like, what's up? And I told him. Now, the reason I told him this was because I was seeking that sympathy. I wanted someone just to tell me that I wasn't fat, that I wasn't a joke, that people weren't laughing at me. Like, I, I wanted that so fucking bad, bro, that it was just ridiculous. And he held me on the shoulder. He put his hand on my shoulder and he said, but Matt, you are all of those things. This is the first time in my, <laughs> like, what I can remember yeah. in my life where someone was just absolutely honest with me, but it came from a place of, Like, he was an authority to me, so I respected that. Like, people, when they're normally brutally honest with people, it's either, like, you think they're being malicious and you think they're a prick or whatever. Mm. But this guy, when you actually respect the people, it makes it so much more powerful, right? And um, Mm. I remember he stood there and he was like, so why don't you do something about it? I said, well, what what, what do you mean? He said, well, there's a bodybuilding show in seven weeks. You can do that. I said, I don't know how to do that. Like, I, I was, like, coming up with all this bullshit excuses. I haven't got the money to prep and all this other stuff. And this was the quote he used and it just changed my entire life. He said, Matt, stop getting ready to be ready. Just be ready. And I just literally fucking, even when I say it today, man, I get shivers through my body because it's just so real. And I was like, Mm. this fucking guy is right. And I shook his hand there and then, I had seven weeks to get into competition shape. And bro, what I experienced similar to you, it wasn't the physical change, the mental change and the emotional change and even the spiritual change that I experienced in that seven weeks, literally paved the way for me to be who I am today. Like I put it down mm-hmm. to that moment. So um, I'm really glad that you brought that up because there's gonna be that, again, one of those moments for so many people listening to this where they were like, it's this, this is the change. Mm-hmm. And this and this then led me to, the same thing as you, this led me to do a competition. I finished the mm-hmm. comp and then I was like, fucking people started to actually like respect me a bit more. People took notice mm-hmm. on me, right? They were mm-hmm. like asking me questions about how I got into shape. and." That's mm. literally how I fucking started. The exact same as you. People
1: were asking mm. questions and I started mm. to provide them with answers, man. Mm. Dude, I love that. Stop getting ready to be ready. Just be ready. That's just, oh, that's so powerful.
0: Give me some fire, right? I heard, I heard you on so the live powerful. the other day, bro. You were like, I need some fire. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's get it. I fucking love let's that, get it. bro. Fucking love oh, it, man.
1: That's so sick um that's so awesome.
0: in in this journey dude like it's fair to say you you've probably experienced a lot of uh, internal upgrades right but mm-hmm. when you when you reach this moment where you realize you can help people and now you start to monetize it because this is going to be a massively important insight into your journey if there's a fit for out there now that's kind of going through the same thing where they may have been helping some people but they're not yet charging for it um yeah f- based on your story what advice can you give to those people man
1: Oh, that was a good fucking question. I wasn't ready for that in a second. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Um, I want to talk to my younger self because I, I feel like that'll be easier. Um, okay. So I feel like um, if you're an online fitness trainer and you're just getting your journey started um, and you're wondering, like, how do I reach more people? You know, how do I impact more lives? Like, how do I change more people's lives? Like, how do I just make more money? Like, how do I quit my job and take, like, actually do this thing? And is this actually possible um you need to fucking find somebody that's walking the path you need to um because for me even for me like okay so I'm, I'm gonna be completely raw and authentic with you guys and i'm not gonna lie um so when i first started i didn't hire a mentor but i had a mentor that was in my network and i was just lucky enough that we had a really close relationship and i would take her out to coffee and i would just like have like notepads of questions and i would be like how much do I charge? What do I do this? Blah blah, blah 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 Right? And then I would just like go off. Um, and so I learned a lot of the stuff uh, through osmosis from her, um, and and uh, my OG mentor Taya Cook. I know she's gonna watch this, but she might. Um, but I would like I was just osmosis. I would sit down. I would ask her questions. She would tell me. I would learn. I'd be like, if she can do it, I can do it. And then I would just duplicate it in my business. And I never actually hired her. Like she wasn't doing business coaching at the time. She was just slaying. Like this girl had a hundred online clients paying a recurring revenue. Like, and it was a decent recurring revenue. And I was just like sitting there fucking working my management job at Jameson's. I'm like, this girl makes more money in a month than I do in a <laughs> fucking year. Like what the fuck's going on? So I just knew that I couldn't accept like my life as it was. And I had to do something different. And I think that like a lot of online on trainers know that, but then they're unwilling to ask for help because usually if you're an entrepreneur, that also means that you're a stubborn mother trucker, mm. right? And I think that like a downfall of that stubbornness is it will take you a lot longer to build your business if you're unwilling to ask for help. Mm. And, um, here's another, uh, so um, be willing to ask for help and be willing to like go out there and seek out a mentor that has the tools that you're looking for. And we have a bunch of different mentors in the space now. It's not just me. There's also, there's all these other people, find a mentor that you fucking resonate with. And you're like, that's the fucking dude. And like, I know, he knows what he's talking about and I'm going to go with that person and then follow that pathway. Cause I think mm. another mistake that all my trainers make is this is, this is a, this is funny to me. So these online trainers will come in and they'll like do one of my free challenges and then they'll do another thing over here and then they'll do another thing over here and then they'll read this ebook and they're like trying to put together like pieces of the puzzle, but like all the pieces don't match, right? Because I say something different and then this person says something different and then this person says something different and then they've got this like clusterfuck and they're like, but mine, mm. like, why isn't it working? I'm like, well, you like, you're not following a system, you might be following a piece of this system and a piece of this system. And it's kind of like, it's kind of like having an empty shell of a car and grabbing the engine of a Ford. And then, you know, like all these different mm-hmm. car parts from all these different manufacturers and being like, why doesn't my car start? Yeah. Um, so find somebody that's doing what you want to do and follow them. It's like, so especially now, like mm. I feel like a few years ago when we first got started, it was a little bit easier. Like I would just post pictures when I first started. I'll just be like, look at my apps and be like, yeah, like, you know, pay, mm. I'm going to pay you. Um, it doesn't really work like that anymore. And there's a lot of o- other online entrepreneurs in the space. So if you're not learning quickly, you're going to quickly get left behind because there's going to be other people that will come into the space and take the same clients you're going after. And as much as we don't, like, a lot of people are like, oh, like, I don't believe in competition. Like, yo, competition is a real fucking thing. And if I'm not getting the clients, that means somebody else is getting the clients. So So for me, it's like, learn quicker as a a fitness pro. Like, learn faster so you can get more clients quicker and you can just grow your business faster now and pay for time, right? So Mm -hmm. you can either grow your business with, like, time and just, like, investing and, like, grinding. Or you can just pay somebody and just, like, you know, you lose a little bit of money, but then you save yourself a year or two years of learning. So mm. uh, y- younger self or all those other online fitness pros that are looking to get started. Like you can do it on your own for sure. hundred percent. I'm not taking anything away from you. It will happen. Mm. It will take you a lot longer. So you have to ask yourself, are you willing to spend the next year or two years figuring it out? Or do you just want to invest a little bit of money right now so you can figure it out with, you know, immediately and gain it all back faster. Does that make sense? Same.
2: Yeah. 100%, yeah. Dude. I spent, I spent three years, right? I spent three years failing. When I started off as a PT, I spent three years failing, failing, failing. And people said to me, go and have a look for a mentor. But my ego was so high as an entrepreneur, right? So, so fucking high. I'm like, I don't need to go and ask for help because I know how to do this. Even Mm. though all I need to do was look at my fucking life from a bird's eye view and and see that it was a fucking mess up and it's a fail. (laughs) But (laughs) I didn't want to do that, right? Yeah, we don't want to do that. Nobody wants wants to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to see the fucking shit that you're living in. So, yeah. and then I then paid 2K and went to a mastermind and in a space of five days, my whole life transformed, my business transformed in five days. And I'm like, mm. it's crazy. If you just drop the ego and I did that at the beginning of the journey, you know, it's, it could have been a whole different path. So that's a great mm. point you brought up.
1: I love that. E- and I think I, I think that something you just said is really important Um, because I think that it's, um a lot of people are just like looking for like the, the magic puzzle, right? They're like, what's like the big, Like, what is the big thing that I'm missing? (laughs) And I honestly think, Barry, something you said that's really cool is your entire life can change with one key insight. Like, there can be like, you can go to that mastermind, you can pay 2K, you can sit there the whole weekend. And, you know, maybe you don't get a lot of like, maybe you do get value, maybe you don't. But like something, somebody can say one thing that just shifts something in your mind and your whole business changes, right? And that's Mm -hmm. why it's so important to have a mentor or like be a part of a group that's walked the path. Because just like being around those people that like get it, that understand it, it's like something, something they say can just rub off on you. So that maybe there's no like big secret, but sometimes like one key insight can change your business. Um, mm. And so like that, like, even though it was only five days, like there must've been something there that was like, that's it. I'm going to do this. It was, you know?
2: it was one thing, dude. It was one thing. So like you saying that is, yeah, I learned cool stuff on day one, day two, day three, whatever. But it was one comment that the mentor made. It was one comment. Cause he, he, he allowed me to go into my story. And it was one comment about my dad. And all of a sudden, it just clicked, it like, my dad. Yeah, shit, I don't want to let any other pairing go down the same road that my dad went down. And it was that mm. one key inside that transformed everything, not anything else.
1: Boom, boom, there we go. That's it, sometimes all it takes is one thing. Jeez, that's fire. You know, I'm,
0: I'm interested to know now, um, you, got, you got like the breaks off of this, right? And you started to to kind of do your thing, to dabble. When did you decide, mate? Because it happens to everyone. I'm going all fucking in. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go uh, yeah. all fucking in.
1: The all in oh,
0: baby.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I waited till, <clears throat> I think I waited too late, um, which is what a lot of people do. Um, I kind of got comfortable. So <clears throat> at the time I was working as a bartender and um, I, was, uh, I was working as a bartender like three days a week and then I was um, working out four days a week and working on my business. Um, so I kind of like did a slow transition, which I think is like pretty beneficial for a lot of people. Especially if you're just getting started and you've never even posted on social media and you're like, I want to build an online business. It's going to take you some time to build some attraction, authority, all that. So I think it's like, <clears throat> for me, I had like, um, you know, three days a week at the gym. And so it started out with like, you know, five days a week at Jameson's. And then as the business grew, it was three days a week. And as the business grew, it was two days a week. Um, but the decision to go full time was when I traveled to uh, Indonesia for three weeks. And while I was in Bali, um, I was going through a breakup at the time, um, so I won't get into that. But I was um, – I spent – I basically uh, – I went to Bali in Australia. So when I was in Australia, I was just like I, – I got really, really, really drunk. And I had $3,000 in savings that I was going to spend on my Bali trip. Uh, but I got, like, hammered in Australia. And I went to the casino, and I gambled two grand away, which I never do, ever. I don't know why. it I just did it. I just gambled two grand away. So when I went to Bali from Australia, I literally had <clears> – <throat> Like maybe $800 to last me three weeks. And in that moment, it was like, I either make money or I'm going to die here. <laughs> mm. <laughs> i like, I don't have enough money to get home. So I better figure this the fuck out. Because like, I got to eat, dude. Um, so that summer I launched a challenge. It was like a six-week challenge. I charged 500 bucks for uh, six weeks. And I had like this big prize package at the end of it. I enrolled eight people. <clears throat> and from that moment, like making, you know, it was like four, four grand or something like that. I was like, yo, motherfucker, I'm never, n- ever going to work for somebody else ever again. I'm like, I just paid for my whole trip while I was in Bali. Dude, I was getting on, I was getting on video calls with uh, people over Facebook. Um, and I would have to get up at like three in the morning. And then they'd be like, it'd be like six for, for something. It was like a weird time difference. And I'm like, if I can fucking do this in Bali, I'm like, I sure as fuck can do this in Canada when we're in the same time zone. So I just, I just made that commitment and it was just like, I will never, ever, ever work for anybody ever again. I just decided. Um, so I remember when I came back and I quit my job, I walked into my restaurant manager and I was like, hey, man, I'm letting you know that I quit. Uh, and also I hate working here. So never hire me again, even if I beg you, because I hate it so much that I'm going to be terrible to your customers. You, you mean, definitely you're like, Damn, you, de- dude. Yeah, you definitely burnt that, that <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to set this shit on fire bro I'm like I hate it. <laughs> that is fucking
0: incredible man. Do you know yeah, so I mean that's that's like a high a high moment in your life right when you do that it's empowering as fuck um, to do that. And um that whilst there are these, these, these incredible highs that we experience in our business, in our lives, there are also crazy, crazy rock fucking bottoms. What, what's one of yours, man? Talk us through it. Like when your business is booming and business booms, mm-hmm. sometimes you still have rock bottoms. So man, like mm-hmm. divulge,
1: old We'd fucking love to hear that. Cool. Um, <clears throat> well, I guess that's, uh, we could talk about last year. So last year, um, I, uh, I was in a little bit of a transition. So um, I ran Aesthetic Nation, which is my uh, online training company for, it's been five years now. Um, and for four years, uh, all I did was focus on like growing my own income. I was like, hey, I want to get more clients, I want to make more money, I want to change more lives. <clears throat> and it got to a point where like, I was, you know, I, I'm just, okay, I, I guess we'll talk numbers because I guess that's how my brain works. I was making 10K a month for like two years straight. And so I ended up like hiring different trainers to work with me. And I got to a point where I just felt stagnant. Um, I just felt like I was stagnant. Like I just I had these trainers that were working with me. Um, I had, you know, 40 clients. I was like, I was super happy um with my client load. I was super happy with my trainers, but I just felt like I just felt like I was dying inside. Like I just felt like I wasn't growing, I wasn't progressing. Um, my own personal goals had taken a hit because I was like I was spending so much time serving these 40 people and serving the five trainers that I have it. I was like, I was just exhausted all the time and I was just like unfulfilled and um I ended up like slumping into a depression and this was at the start of 2018. I just slumped into a depression. I was just like, not myself. Um, my relationship started to fall apart. Cause I just like, just, I hated myself. So how was mm. like somebody else supposed to like me? Um, and, uh, and that kind of, that whole journey, like I literally spent like like three to five months in like just a depression. Like didn't want to get out of bed. I was like, you know, I was still running a fitness business though. So I still had to post on Facebook. Like people mm. expected to see me like, I had clients that, I had some clients that had been with me for like two or three years. So I was like, while I was experiencing all this shit, I was also like, I had to like lead and, and I was at the front and I was just like being, I was trying to be positive. I was trying to be healthy. I was trying to be, but I was just like, I'm not fucking there right now. Like was just, mm. And I wasn't willing to, I was, wasn't willing to admit it to myself. <laughs> and so that denial and that like, that kind of like Um, you know, I'm fine. I'm fucking fine. I got this. I'm a beast. I got this. And, um, it finally got to me. And, um, it was one day, it was like in the middle of summer. I just like, I'm like, dude, I'm fucking not okay. Like, I don't know what's going on, but I'm like, not okay. This isn't good. This was like middle last year. I was like, I'm fucking not okay. And I'm no longer willing to hide it. So I went on Facebook and, uh, you guys can search it if you want this, this post blew up. It was called day one of a hundred and it was um uh and it was like recognizing there's a problem. That was the title of the of the of the post. And it was just like and I'm getting chills talking about it. And it was just boom, i just I just fucking dove into it, dude. I'm like, I'm not okay. I'm like depressed, I'm fucked up, like I have this problem, this happened to me, this happened to me, I had this addiction, blah, blah, blah. And I just boom, I just opened up. Mm. And uh you know that kind of like your story Matthew where you're talking about like that defining moments like that was a big defining moment for me because that was when people realized like holy shit like he's not Mr. Positive all the time because yeah. I used to go on Facebook and I'm like yo what's up you know like so happy and then all of a sudden like all this like shit came out and it was just um that yeah, was mm. a powerful experience. So I went Mate. through a hundred day journeys.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say thank you for sharing that. Because <laughs> yeah, um fun. I know I know that there's a lot of people out there that a lot of fit pros that are actually afraid to get vulnerable and put themselves out online in that way and and we know why we, we work with clients all the time through this there's a fine line between being on an authority and sharing too much vulnerability that what happens is you lose authority in the process so your authority drive if you don't share your story in the right way or you don't put it across in the right way, there is a very fine line. And if you overstep that people won't actually see you as a leader, they'll feel sorry for you instead. So it's Mm. like that, that difference, you know, like someone who feels sorry for you is not going to buy your program. That's just a fucking bottom Mm. line. But if you share Mm. your story in the right way, then and you still show up as the leader you still put yourself across as an authority that's where that's where I think the the line is so for you off the back of that post like what was the response like man what what like how did that how did that all happen
1: afterwards Mm. um it was it was crazy I I had man there was so many people that were reaching out and um and I think that um for for the evolution that I was going through at the time I think there were there were a lot of people that were like damn dude like I'm here for you um but when I did, so I called it day one of a hundred and I didn't share my story. Cause I think, I think at first I might've been looking for a little bit of sympathy. Like, like when you said, Matthew, and you were kind of like, you talked to that dude and you were looking for sympathy. I think we all kind of do that sometimes. Like I'm like feeling, you know, if you're feeling bad you're just like hoping that somebody notices and hoping somebody's like, it's okay. It's okay. Um, but for me, it was like a commitment to self-development. So it was like, I'm day one of a hundred and committing to growth. And so for me, it was a really big response because I committed to a journey. I'm like, mm. this is day one, motherfuckers. All right, like, y'all get to see me at my weakest, and you're also gonna see me when I come out on the other side, and I'm gonna be a fucking beast. So like, <laughs> stay tuned. So it was like, it was a journey. Um, mm. and so I, I just brought people along with me, and I just kind of like used uh, my social media to hold myself accountable, which I think is a really good um tool for growth for like any Fit Pro. Like if you want to like grow your business or whatever, or you want to do something and you've been putting it off, you can use your social media as a tool and then bring people on the journey. And then like, as you evolve people like, yo, take me with you, you know, Mm. like I want to come too. um, so it was, uh, it was an evolution. I I got a big response from that kind of stuff.
0: man. I'm definitely going to check that post out. You know, that's, that's the thing, isn't it? It's like, if you're going to, I guess me and Perry talk about this quite often the difference between documenting and creating so if you know like if you're a fit pro right now and you're out there and you're like fuck man i'm you know i'm feeling a little bit in a tough in a tough spot right now maybe maybe you're feeling the same things as what brian did where you know you feel a little bit inauthentic because you're showing up online you're trying to show up online positive and mr positive but in real life you fucking your walls around you are just falling apart right we've all been there so um Mate, what advice would you give to that person, man? What advice would you say to that fit pro who's out there now, like got this, mm. just not feeling themselves. And because uh, Ruben actually mm. touched on this uh, on the last episode, he said, when you're an unattractive person, you, you mm. can't do attraction marketing, mm. right? When mm. you become an unattractive mm-hmm. person, you can't do attraction marketing. I just think that's <clears> so powerful, <throat> man. So w- what would you say to that fit pro that's out there now, dude? They, they wanna, you know, try and put themselves out online, but they're just feeling inauthentic and a bit bruised
1: and battered. That's, that's a really good question. Um, and um, I'm going to take like a sideways approach to answer it. <clears throat> so out of all the clients that I've worked with at PG Dom, um, I've, uh, we've worked with probably almost almost 100 clients now. And out of the 100 clients, I would say maybe about 10 to 15 of them didn't get the result that I promised. And the 10 to 15 that didn't get the result that I promised were the ones that weren't on top of their own self care. And so <clears throat> if Okay, so the, let's talk about my 100 days for a second. The biggest thing that changed my 100 days, it sounds really fucking funny, but the biggest thing that changed my 100-day journey was meditating every single day and, and writing down a list of 10 reasons why I was fucking awesome. Mm. Like, that's how, sm- that's how small and that's how simple it was. And the daily journal, like the daily journal, the meditation, and the daily list were the three things that shifted everything. Because oftentimes I think when when things are falling apart around us, like when the walls are caving in, like kind of like you mentioned, Matthew, it's actually a lot worse than we make we make it out to be. But we can't actually see that because we're so wrapped up in our own shit, right? We're so like in the story, doing the thing. And so um, what I would say to the Fit Pro that's like struggling um, is you need to get a, like take responsibility for your own shit and 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 start with. This is what I would say is like start with um, a self-awareness and, and understand that it's okay not to be okay. It's okay not to be okay. And then recognize and accept where you are right now. Like I'm not okay. I'm depressed. My relationship's really shitty. I'm flat broke. You know, I hate this place that I live in. I live with my parents, accept it be like, this is where I'm at right now and then make a commitment to get the fuck out of there. That's what I would say. So like if you're not happy with where you're at right now, like accept where you're at and like, don't deny it. Don't run. Don't use depression pills. Don't pretend you're, an- don't label yourself as anxious. Don't label yourself as this, except that you're like, okay, right now I'm feeling this, but I'm not okay with it. So I'm going to make a commitment to get better. So you have to work on yourself because if you're, if you're, if you're not showing up for yourself, how are you going to show up for other people? Like, if you're not willing to like take a good, hard look at yourself and be like, yo, like I'm actually not okay with you right now. Like you're pissing me off. Like, you're like, you're lazy, you're slacking off, you're just like, you know, you're like, you're every single day you're complaining, like, I'm not okay with that. And unless you're actually like willing to take a look, a good hard look at yourself, then your clients aren't going to be able to like be led by you, because you're not even able to lead yourself. And so it starts with you, right? Everything starts with you, like, you have to wake up every single day and say, like, I'm going to fucking work on myself today. And then as I do that, as I take care of myself, because I'm showing up for myself daily on a regular basis when I need to show up for somebody else, I can, and I can serve them from a place of like authenticity and rawness, not feeling uncertain about the advice that I'm giving because I'm not even fucking taking it myself. Mm -hmm. Right? So show up for yourself and be there for yourself and make a commitment, recognize and accept it. Like if you're, if you're unhappy, if you're depressed, if you're sad, if you're anxious, accept that shit and then make a commitment to make a change.
2: Bro, that was, that was amazing. I think um, the key thing there is about the acceptance. That was like um, when I was in the, the online fitness space and I was just trying, trying, trying. Came back from the mastermind. And that was the first time I shared my story on Facebook about my dad's death and about the sexual abuse for the very, very first time. And that was where, and there's no coincidence that from then everything transformed. But everything mm-hmm. transformed because I took myself through a personal growth. Like I, I transformed into somebody who I should have been a long time ago. And mm. because I personally transformed my business transformed, but in order for me to do that, I had to be vulnerable and share that online and no longer keep it a secret. So this is so fucking valuable because if some of these fit pros watching this can take that advice and actually implement it, so much shit is gonna change and half of it will be things that you weren't even expecting.
1: I love that, dude. I love that so much. I totally agree. Yeah.
0: Dude, thank you so much for sharing it as well, man. Um valuable fucking insights. They really are insanely valuable insights, man. Um, so you reach this point like where you you know you have these ups and downs and things like that. Business right now, what's uh what's going on in Brian's world right now, man?
1: Man, it is popping. <laughs> things, are <going laughs> off, things are going off. I uh, I actually had to stop accepting clients last week because I'm like, man, I'm like, I'm, I'm so busy. Um, so right now, uh, as it stands, um, I, like I said, we've worked with over hundred clients at PT Dom. I'm still running aesthetic nation. So I still have, uh, seven trainers that are at aesthetic nation that are like the business is kind of running itself, which is cool. Um, I just step in for team meetings. Um, and that's really sweet because like fit pros that are looking to grow online businesses, like, yo, it can get really big if you just keep going. Um, so it's cool to kind of like look at the movement that I created. Cause when I, when I first started my business, I just knew, man, I was like, this is going to be a multi-million dollar business. Like I'm going to change like thousands of people's lives. So the business is still running, which is cool um pt domination is going well like my my daily grind bro like i get up at 3 30 every single day because if i don't i feel, i'm behind with my day like that's like that's what I'm at, I, every
2: fight, <laughs> I had to change mate, every day. i was like, mate i was up at, i used to get up at 4 30 and then i saw dwayne johnson release a video on instagram saying i get up at 4 a.m 4 a.m i'm like yeah, son bro. of a bitch i'm gonna i'm gonna have to get up at 4 a.m now you're telling me 3 30 fucking
1: doing to me <laughs> now i'm gonna have to be up at 3 30 <laughs> i got it man i gotta i gotta get up at 3 30 gotta meditate gotta foam roll get to the gym by five by the time everyone else is awake i'm like i'm already ahead of you motherfuckers man let's get right. it what time do you go um, to
2: sleep what time do you what time do
1: you go to sleep about like 10 so i usually get like three to five well, i usually get five hours sleep yeah about five yeah I, yeah but i see, I want I see the business you. to grow man yeah i see i
0: see your stories uh pretty much every single morning just in the gym hustling the fuck away you got the uh you got the time recorded at the top as well like showing everyone keeping yourself accountable um dude you're fucking killer man so yeah, bro always. me and perry um we actually have asked this question we asked this question on a couple other episodes and we want to we want to try and make this one that we actually ask for uh, on pretty much every single episode that we do we think it's massively fucking important and that's all around your what you stand for and what you stand against so mm. me and perry mm. it's no secret anymore it was for like 18 years and Perry for like yeah. 14 years but it's no secret that we have stepped into the shoes of the hero of our story right we're no longer mm. gonna fucking play the victim so cool. part of the that. thing that we stand for is people that uh sorry stand against is people that stay stuck in their fucking bullshit story like you have the ability to change you have the ability to make the decision commit to it and actually change your life you don't have to walk this predefined path and you don't have to Mm -hmm. you know stay locked into something that you don't like because your story is what your story is actually what is that is your life your story is your life right there's Mm -hmm. 7.6 7.8 billion people in the world which means there's 7.6 to 7.8 billion stories in the world and Mm -hmm. a lot of those people are still living in victim mode we don't Mm -hmm. we don't we don't like that we want to change that Mm -hmm. that's why Mm -hmm. part of the movement that we're creating now is to help people understand the power of the story the power of Mm -hmm. actually stepping into the shoes of the hero right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know we we just we really want to get people to understand that man and that's something that we really Mm -hmm. do stand for but what do you Mm -hmm. stand for man what's like your fucking thing
1: Good question. I, uh, I don't want to, I want to, I want to just think about this for a second. Um,
0: people can definitely tell this ain't scripted. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I, no, I, I don't want to, I'm just like, what's like the, the message. If I could say one thing that I stand for, um, I would say I would, if the, it's, uh, it's ironic that we're talking about stories, um, because as much as your story, uh, as much as your story defines, like everything that everything that you're experiencing right now in this present moment is the result of everything that's happened to you up to this moment, like all of the moments from like the fucking day you were born you were born in China, you were taught Chinese, like you were taught Mandarin, you learned like the customs language. If you would have taken a Chinese baby out of that culture and plopped it in Canada, or you guys are, are not in Canada, but I'm going to use myself as a reference. <laughs> you plop us here, you learn English, you learn the culture here, you learn like our traditions, and you grow up in it, and you would have completely different uh, belief system, mannerisms, language, all of it. So like our environment and our story shapes us into who we are right now. But if I could say one thing, if there's one thing that I stand for, it's that who you become uh, is a result of the decisions that you make right fucking now, not everything that happened to you back then. Mm. Because I think a lot of people are using what has happened in the past. uh, This happened to me, this happened to me, this happened to me as a reason for the decisions that they make in the now. Right? So they're like, you know, because this happened, that's why I'm doing this to you because this happened. That's why my business is failing or because my family didn't, wasn't good with money. That's why I, I don't have any money. Like, no, That's not true. That might've been why you didn't have it up until this moment. But as soon as you watch this video, now you know you have the power to make the decision, right? Mm. You have that fucking power. And so like I stand for like stepping into your power and owning your shit and saying that like, if I don't like the results that are in my, and this is an easy way to figure out if you're living the life that you want, take a good look at your results. Look at your wealth, your health, your wealth, and your relationships. And be like, if I don't like what's going on here, I need to make some different decisions. If I don't like the way my body looks, I need to make some different decisions about what fucking food I eat, right? Because I'm probably eating some stuff that is adding a little bit extra. <laughs> no, if, I, if I don't like using my, too much goddamn cooking oil, <laughs> there might be some shit happening here, okay? If I don't yeah. like the state of my finances, then it might be possible that I've made some decisions that have led to me being broke maybe I should make some different decisions, right? And like, should I hire a mentor? Should I not hire a mentor? Well, I don't want to. My brain's saying I don't want to. Well, that that sort of thinking pattern has led you to being broke right now. So like, is that a decision that you should continue to make or not? Like um, your relationships, if you're fighting all the time with your significant others, like if you're not happy with the state of your relationships, maybe you've made some bad decisions about, you know, how to react in certain situations and maybe you can make some better decisions about how you're going to react to the future. So mm. your previous shit doesn't mean that you have to be locked in that. Now you can make a different decision. So I stand for stepping into your power and just being the, the human being that you're meant to become. And nobody knows your own power except for you. But what I do know is that you have the power to change your life and it can literally be as simple as just making a decision.
0: Fucking A, you know, to step to, you know, mate, ah, oh, fucking, I can't wait for this episode to drop, dude, just so people can hear I'm super this.
1: erect right now. Um, I'm erect you know, like, as fuck. This like, is
0: great. Dude, um, and, and I think what's really cool as well is that, like, because you're from the, you know, you, you appreciate storytelling as well. So that's what's, what's made this even better. Um, and really, to, to summarize what you're saying, it's to, to change your story, is to step into the identity of who you want to be and not stay stuck in the identity of who you are, right? It's that fucking boom. moment.
1: Wow. Yeah, boom. Who? Yeah, who you were, mm. who you were, who you were. There you go. Because who who you are now, is there, like whatever you decide that you are right now, you know?
0: Just right right now. now,
1: it's who <laughs> yeah. you were. Yeah, it's yeah. right fuck, Like in this moment we're having this thought, right? <laughs> like that's who you are right the fuck now, right?
0: Oh man, so powerful, dude, fuck. Yeah, um, bro. We are Lit, conscious of the, we're, we're conscious of the time, and we know you are a busy, dude. So, um, I uh, get. I
2: guess, guess we just got Perry. Do you have any questions specifically you wanted to fire at Brian? I'm. I'm very intrigued to know, dude. What um, looking out into the future, right? The Brian Mark in five years time, who does that look like?
1: Um, that's a good question. Um, I man, my business is going to blow the fuck up. I just know it. Um, both of them. Um, I know that I'm going to expand and grow and get like, I, I just know the business is always bottlenecked by the leader. And if the leader is booming, the business is booming. And I just like, know I'm so committed to growing my business. I'm so committed to growing myself. I'm so committed to growing my movement. I'm going to be the best in the world, man. Best online trainer, best coaches, coaches. I just fucking know it. I just feel it inside of my soul. Um, so I'm just going to grow, man. I'm just going to grow. I'm going to learn. And I don't know what that looks like because I haven't been there yet. Mm. Um, but I'm gonna, I'm going there. So, you know, that's speaking, writing, um, communicating my message across different platforms. And like both of us, like all three of us know that like the online game is training, changing fast. So who knows, right? Like I, I don't know what's going to happen in the next five years because it's just like, everything is like expanding so rapidly. Uh, and there's so many people that have been coming that are coming in the space that like, who knows what it's going to look like in five years. But I know that, like, I'm gonna be a leader of the pack. Um, when wherever it is, I'm, I'm gonna be a leader of the pack. So that's where my focus is, man. I just, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be the best. Fucking love that's that a great man.
2: attitude. Fucking brilliant yeah. attitude to have, yeah. dude. And, and you know, like,
0: I'm just gonna say this, dude. I don't doubt you one fucking shred. Um, like <laughs> so said, we. Man, we we we've been connected for like I don't even know, maybe like five months coming up, maybe four or five months. I remember we we be yeah. touch base on Facebook. And um, dude, you know, like, mate, i am I'm inspired by your content, bro. I know you said to me before that you've been inspired by my content, but bro, mate, I watch your content almost every day and I'm like, this fucking guy is a killer, you know. So um <laughs> Thanks, bro. Dude, thank you. Yeah, we got your back, mate. Thank you.
1: Um Thank last- you. I appreciate it. I remember sorry, I just remember uh your your writing is sick, Matt. Like the first Thanks, post man. I read of yours was the um was the one where you're at the water. Uh, it was like skinny, ver- there was a skinny version of you and it was really, really powerful shit. So, and it, it ended up drawing me in so much that I like started like telling all my friends about you too. Like you're writing sick. Mate, appreciate
0: you, man. Thank you. There is one last question before we kick with, before we finalize yes. this, uh, this yes. interview. Mate, everyone's got a story, right? Uh, as we've just been speaking and, and um, I'm inspired by other people's stories and I've been told that people are inspired by mine. And one of the guys that I really fucking am inspired by in the fitness industry, um, uh, there's a lot, but one of the guys that I'm really super inspired by is Bedrose Cooley. And I just think the guy's a fucking animal, man. An absolute beast. Um, hmm. Who in the fitness industry, like
1: really super inspires you, man. Their story. Hmm. Whose story really inspires me? Oh, he's going to like this. Um, honestly, my best friend, Brendan Lund. Oh. Um, so yeah, it's, it's really cheesy, but uh, Brendan's Brendan a man. Is, yeah, Brendan's a, Brendan's a King man. Like that guy is just like, he's got his mind on, right. He's laser focused. Um, he's got a huge heart and he's just like his business mind is just on. Um, and I just, I just, I, you know I'm super inspired by the dude. Like not only does he like know what he's talking about, he's very knowledgeable in the fitness space. Uh, he loves to help people um, he's just got like a really, really genuine heart uh, and coming from somebody that's really successful. Like, um, and it's super cheesy, but, uh, oh, my boy brandon line is definitely the person that inspires me most for sure. My cool. guy,
0: he's going to love, he's mm-hmm. going to love to hear that. Well, dude, yeah. thank you fucking so much for joining us today on your fit story Great. TV. Um, this is yes. relatively a new movement and we are hoping that it does grow and it snowballs because we know the power of story and we know the power of, you know, that really going out and, and, and the amount of impact it can create in the world. So, yeah. um, dude, thank you so much, man. We really thank appreciate you, your
1: time. Yo, honestly, Perry, Matt, thank you so much. I'm super, I'm super stoked. Uh, i watched the episode of Thruben the other day. I'm super stoked, uh, for this one as well. And I'm, yeah, just thank you for having me guys. I appreciate you guys
0: thank you thank you you. can't can't wait for this to drop there's gonna be some fire thank you for listening to this episode we do appreciate it look check this out everybody has a story that somebody needs to hear so we ask two things with this podcast number one is that you head over to iTunes and Spotify all of those platforms and make sure you rate it and also drop us an honest review and two tell a friend about this podcast